Hello, I'm Ron Scharf. And I'm Avi Kaufman. And we are Accent Realty. So uh, what do you say we just dive in and start by talking about the new listing that had a broker tour this week? Yeah, great. Uh, 30 Stearns Road, uh, unit 604, uh, two bedroom, two bath, uh, right in the heart of Coolidge Corner, elevator building, garage parking, asking 925. Yeah, very interesting listing, I think. I've actually never been in that building, so I was happy to have an opportunity to see what it looked like. It was in much better condition than I thought. I thought the building was very nicely kept. Elevator was nice. Hallways were clean and bright. Uh, and the unit itself is is very nice and uh, a little bit different. Avi, what did you think? I, I thought it was great. You know, it really reminded me of uh, Palm Beach with uh, the unit itself had tile throughout instead of uh, what's more typical, the hardwood floor, which gave it a very tropical feel, uh, which on a cold, windy day like this, Felt very nice. Agreed. It's it is something you don't see a lot of here. It did not have a typical New England feel to it. Um, great light, lots of windows, and it's nice and high, so you really get a nice view of downtown and the tops of other buildings. So all of that was great. And it, it felt like it might have been priced uh, towards the higher end of the market, but it had a good amount of square footage, uh, fourteen hundred fifty square feet, which puts its asking price per square foot at around 638 which is actually below the average price per square foot for two bedrooms in this part of Brookline which is uh, in the past year they've averaged around 754 a square foot for two bedroom condos yeah i think that's a good point because it does seem you know at first glance like it's priced high for two bedroom it has a very big common living dining area um, someone creative might be able to even squeeze another room out of that because there's windows on two different sides. So I think you're right. If you look at it on a per square foot basis, it does not seem expensive. Although as a two bedroom, it does seem on the higher end of the price range. Hey, Avi, what did you think of the bathrooms in this unit? You know, same thing as I thought about the tiles, very Miami beach art deco, uh, with, with those colors. Yeah, I agree. I think the, the colors are very strong. And my thought on that uh, was, you know, for, if you're a buyer, don't freak out, right? Bathrooms can be painted. Um, and Absolutely. And on the flip side, if you're working with a seller, you know, maybe paint those. Right. I, I, I might have recommended that they paint them to a more neutral color before putting it on the market. But uh, I think buyers will be able to see through it. The, uh, the countertops are similar. So maybe that would have it looked like too much effort. But I think for buyers, don't freak out those things can be changed. So let's talk about the other two uh, broker tours we saw this week. Uh, 59 Green Street and 73 Winthrop Road. Neither of these were new this week, and I think they each have their lessons for us. Right. I think that they're worth talking about because um, they, they, I think, present lessons for sellers. Uh, Why don't we start with 73 Winthrop Road? This has been on the market about three weeks now. It's, it's rather large, uh, 2,900 square feet. They're asking quite a bit, um, $1.65 million. And this is this is uh, 73 Winthrop Road, so Aspen Wall Hill. Yeah. And I mean, for me, what's funny about this listing is I walked in there the first time and there's no furniture whatsoever. So every imperfection in that place is very apparent. And then I saw the pictures afterwards and I said, great, you know, they did a great job staging it and it it looks beautiful. Yeah. And then it turns out that those were just pictures from before and actually it is empty. Correct. Uh, The pictures really do look great. 
Um, and I, like we were talking about uh, before, I think it's hard for buyers to see past this. It's, it's hard for us sometimes. The whole second floor was a master suite with a, a large closet, bathroom in the middle, and then what uh, would be used as the bedroom. But without the furniture, uh, I thought it was it was challenging to envision how uh, it would be used. Agreed. Um, when you look at the pictures, it looks great. I see it, master suite. And, and as it is now... Uh, very hard. I think lesson for sellers, you know, we always recommend if you can to stage things or to leave furniture behind. Um, it really, really helps to show a property if you've got some furniture in there. It takes the spotlight off of the imperfections. It lets people see how it would be lived in. Absolutely. And 59 Green Street has a different situation. This one's been on the market for over 100 days. At this point, uh, 109 days. Yep. This one's right in Coolidge Corner on Green Street. Five bedrooms, five and a half bathrooms, 4,685 square feet, which puts it right at the average price per square foot for, for single families at $630 a square foot. But it, it has not sold. Yeah. And I think, you know, look, this is a great house in, in many ways, right? It's it's big. It's beautiful. It's not new construction, but it's newer construction. It was only built a few years ago. Um, it's got a garage great neighborhood. But I think, you know, when it came on the market, to be frank, I thought it was priced high. And I think the market is saying that also. And now they're 109 days in. And uh, it's very hard for sellers to listen to the market. But I think the market is telling them the price is too high. And this might be a good opportunity to talk about what's happening to the market. I mean, we're always trying to understand how things are, where, where things are going. So let's jump off Brookline specifically for a minute and talk about this article in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. Uh, headline was slump in housing market deepens. A decline in, of 6.4% in December signals market sluggishness could extend into 2019. Avi, what do you think about that? It's a great question. Uh, I, I think what it comes down to is how does this affect us here in Brookline? Does Brookline follow the same trends as the rest of the country? Right. And I think, I think there's two quotes that we, we thought were interesting in this article. One, there's one that uh, one, some economists from Trulia says that the data confirmed that the housing market's post-recession zenith has come and gone. So we're off our highs. Um, you know, and, and that's an interesting quote, but I don't know how interesting for us because it seems to be you know, the housing market as a nation as a whole. So we can talk about that a little bit, right? You know, I, I really love the other quote. It said, it might be more of a mental recession that after a few months of the fall, of the winter, uh, of just bad news after bad news from the stock market, whatever's happening in politics, about interest rates, it sort of adds up. And uh, just because it's a slower time of the year for real estate, the, the impact of this news is more on us psychologically than maybe it is uh, on the ground. Agreed. And so, you know, in our market, it's we have a very slow winter market in general. It's very hard for us to tell anything until the spring. Um, but I mean, even even if we are going to go into, you know, in quotes, a slowdown, I mean, in Brookline, I think, you know, historically, at least since I've been here for 14 years, that doesn't mean what it means for the rest of the nation. Absolutely. The fundamentals here are, are so strong and the demand is just still sky high. Uh, you know, you have uh, the schools, public transportation, the access to the medical areas. Right. I mean, it's, it's such a unique place to live. Um, so I think, you know, what, what I've seen in the, in the slowdowns that have been, you know, nationwide before is, you know, Brookline prices 
maybe they don't continue to rise at the same rate, but they stabilize. They don't. They haven't really gone down, uh, you know, very perceptibly. Um, what might happen? Maybe things stay on the market a little bit longer, and buyers get a chance to go back a second time. And, and that that's not a bad thing. It's probably not healthy for prices to rise 10% every year and to have to buy things after only a, a minute of consideration. Right. So I think I think the lesson is going to be the sellers are going to maybe have to adjust their expectations with respect to feeding frenzies. Um, hopefully, buyers will have a little chance to breathe and think. But I think fundamentally, Brookline is going to still be as attractive as it ever was. You know, in in the fall, which is traditionally a little bit slower, I had uh, two condo listings in Brookline. I had one in Newton. And all three of them, you know, we prepped them, we priced them right, we marketed them. But all three, we were able to get under agreement after only one weekend on the market, which I think shows that the fundamentals here are just still super strong if if you know your market and and prepare your property uh, the right way. Nothing has changed about what a great place to live it is or what a convenient place to live it is. Uh, so I think it'll be interesting to see what happens as the inventory comes on for the spring. Agreed. To our listeners, thank you for listening. And if you'd like to chat about anything to do with real estate, please don't hesitate to give us a call or send an email over info at accentbrookline.com. Yep. You can also follow me on Twitter at Avi underscore Kaufman. And I'm at Sharf underscore Ron. I'm still getting used to this Twitter thing, not ready to run for president yet, but we'll see. <laughs> it might be a reason to vote for you. It might, it might. In any event, thanks for listening.